welcome to the Happy Me Project podcast, the space where self-development doesn't have to be fancy. And we take the bullshit out of positive mindset. My name is Holly Matthews. I'm a self-development coach. I'm the founder of the Happy Me Project. I'm a TEDx speaker, former TV actress, and I am a widowed mom of two amazing little girls, Brooke and Texas. In today's show, we are discussing whether too much self-development can be detrimental. So as always, grab a cup of tea, pull up a chair, and let's have a chat. doing self-development type stuff before I even knew what self-development was. When I was around, I don't know, 12, 13, maybe even slightly younger than that. And over the years, I'm now 36, over the years, I have read all the books, done all the courses, listened to the podcasts, the interviews, the radio. I've watched the TV programs and the films and the stuff and what else I've done all the courses I have attended the programs and the workshops and the events and you know I I have consumed all of the self-development and 99% of the time me doing that work has been incredibly beneficial to my life and got me through the most difficult stuff that I've had to go through just like you guys navigating life is challenging and the work that I have done on my self-development and self-improvement and just having those tools and skills and all of that stuff to help me bounce back and be resilient has improved my life dramatically and has made my life easier and better and made me feel more capable and able to to deal with whatever life throws my way. So as a as a self-development coach, it would be strange if I sat here and said that doing self-development was a bad thing. That would be a ludicrous statement and certainly not something that I actually believe. However, the question as to whether too much of something is a bad thing is always something that we should explore. And there's two specific areas I particularly think are worth taking note of if you are a person who enjoys self-development stuff. Now, the fact you're here means you probably stumbled across me or you searched the word happy into your podcast search engine or the internet, and you are here because you are a person with a growth mindset who does enjoy this stuff and has probably listened to a few more things than just me. And that's largely a really good thing, but there's always stuff that we should keep an eye on within ourselves. And the weird thing about keeping an eye on this stuff is that somehow that kind of probably is still self-development. However, I'm still going to talk about this and hopefully by the end of this, it will make some sense and you will have some food for thought, shall we say. So one of the most important and first starting points for this discussion is Certainly over the last year, but let's say over the last 10 years, the world of self-development has massively, massively grown. And we talk about mental health more than we ever have. It is not the taboo subject it was when perhaps my parents were growing up. 
and we have a lot more spaces to get access to self-development type chat, positive mindset type stuff. And with that comes what we call toxic positivity. You might have heard this phrase before. I think it's something that we're starting to hear more of and more discussed more. But essentially, and I am going to read this um, because I did Google it to find out what the, the definition of this would be. So it said, when I did my Google search, it said that toxic positivity is the belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is, people should maintain a positive mindset. It is the good vibes only approach to life. And in my opinion, it misses the point. So good vibes only might be a very fun meme. It might be a lovely wall hanging in your home, but it is not the reality. Although I run the Happy Me Project, which is online courses and group programs, a Facebook community and this podcast, I do not believe that you can be nor should be aiming to be happy all of the time because without sadness how can you fully understand happiness anger and frustration and fury are all emotions that are part of us as human being and we need all of the emotions we need to feel things in order for us not to be robots and some kind of stepford wife non-feeling zombie zombie's not the right word Um, you know what I mean? Robot people. I think robot was enough, Holly. Just stop talking. Just stop talking. Stop there. And we don't want to be that. We want to be human beings that feel stuff and appreciate life. And that's a very, very important thing. But toxic positivity, what it does is tells us that we should squash down our emotions, that we should just get on with it, that we should push forward, that we should just be positive, that any talk of anything negative should be riddled with guilt and shame. And I think this comes from a few spaces. I think there was a there's a huge chunk of it comes from things like the uh, law of attraction, the Secret, the that came out, you know, God knows, when did The Secret come out? The book, The Secret, um, came out many years ago now. And it was, for a lot of people, the introduction into positive mindset. And The Secret, the premise of the law of attraction is that you get back what you put out, what you think about, you bring about. And there are loads, there is loads of that that I fully concur with essentially it is how our brain works, right? Our brain runs on something called confirmation bias. And really the law of attraction, that's what that's what it is. It's confirmation bias. And it is that the more that we focus our attention on something, the more our brain brings it into our conscious brain. And it's it really does feel quite magical once we recognize that and know that. And whether you need that to be law of attraction, God, the universe, or just your brain functioning as it always was going to be functioning and you just become aware of it, whatever it is. I think what happened when we started to talk about the law of attraction is that people began to get worried about saying anything that was negative or thinking anything that wasn't vibrationally, as they would say in law of attraction circles, on the right wavelength that they want to be on. So if we're talking, if, if you were to get angry, then you're not putting yourself in a space of something positive so you're going to attract more anger in your life 
So let me call bullshit on this. And I'm also going to put out there that in the past, I have con confused things myself and have definitely, and I'm talking not recent past, but definitely many moons ago did slip into toxic positivity for the same reasons everybody does for the best with the best intentions to live a good life to teach people to live a good life and I think I did I wasn't right on that and so what I have learned since then is that the law of attraction or confirmation bias or any of this stuff doesn't happen in real time right so if you have a, a thought which is negative if you have more than one thought that is negative if you feel angry about something all of that's normal human emotion it doesn't instantly mean your life turns to shit it doesn't it doesn't work like that what our job is as people is to recognize that we are absolutely allowed and need to let off steam and be angry and sad and all of the normal human emotions we don't want to stay there we don't want to hang out there forever it's not a fun place that's that's not what it's about and the happy me project is about trying to be more happy and less crappy so trying to be happy more of the time I mean that would be that's a realistic goal isn't it that we try to aim to be happy more than we are sad and I think that's a more honest realistic expectation than positive vibes only and we will never think anything negative negativity is also subjective really as well but I think the toxic positivity came in that kind of space where we became scared to think anything negative. We became scared to do anything that might impact our mind and attract the wrong things into our life. But if we're not careful, that slips into the woo-woo wishful thinking type of space. And something that in terms of law of attraction, I've always talked, I've always really fought against the law of attraction being that because the law of attraction is a thing, what, whether you call it the law of attraction or you call it confirmation bias. And really, essentially, from a scientific point of view, confirmation bias is what it is. It's how your brain works. The more you think about something, the more you focus your time on something, the more you begin to attract it into your conscious brain. And toxic positivity is definitely sits side by side in that world. It also sits in the space of multi-level marketing companies that we see online. And many moons ago, I did a network marketing company for a time. I learned very quickly it was not for me. And no um, hate or shade, as the young people say, on anybody in network marketing. I think some of the most wonderful people do network marketing companies. And I work with some people and have clients that are network marketers. It is, there's nothing, I'm certainly not, um, I'm certainly not pouring scorn on that space. But I think in those communities, there's huge amounts of toxic positivity and fakeness. And that all intertwines in that. You who are listening to this, are allowed to be really pissed off some days. You are allowed to feel really sad. You are allowed to be annoyed at the world. You are allowed to be hormonal and a normal human. You are allowed to sit in your pants and eat ice cream and be cross, right? That's normal. Now, I don't want you to stay eating ice cream in your pants for too long. And that's where we look at things like reframing situations. We start seeking out the good, but you have to have those moments. You have to have that in order to be a fully functional, functioning, not functional, both things, that to be a functioning human being and 
to appreciate when you are in a space of happiness and all of that good stuff. So be aware, become aware of toxic positivity and what that means. Toxic positivity makes us hide our feelings. It makes us feel guilt and shame and it doesn't help us to grow. It's not growth, toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is let's just paper over the cracks and make sure our Instagram feed looks positive but it spiritually bypasses doing any of the vulnerable, sticky, uncomfortable stuff. In fact, it's performative often. Toxic positivity is performative. It's look at me, look how positive I am, positive vibes only through gritted teeth and internal pain. We don't want that. We are not about that life on the Happy Me Project podcast. Next up, The other side of this, did I just bust everybody's eardrums out there by screeching? Should probably take that out. Next up on my my thoughts about self-development is that sometimes what can happen, and I do say this with clients sometimes and would let them know if I saw this coming up, and that is where we can become self-development junkies, where we just find ourselves using self-development to avoid dealing with stuff. So we just keep consuming. We just keep doing the courses. We keep doing stuff, but we're we're just learning about it. We're not actioning any of it. We're just keep telling ourselves that we, if we do this book, if we read this book, sorry, if we listen to this podcast, if we do this next course, then we won't be broken anymore. Then we won't be this wreck of a human being. And what it does is, is this kind of consumption of self-development almost becomes another way to punish ourselves, becomes some form of punishment. It's like, you've got to keep doing the self-development and not even action any of it, but just keep doing it, keep reading it, keep doing the stuff, keep talking the talk, keep being performative, toxic positivity is definitely intertwined, just keep doing, 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 but not really doing. And what we are teaching our subconscious through all of that is we're broken human beings, that we're not enough. And that is bullshit. Because you, even with your flaws and your mistakes and your regrets and all of your human stuff, you're enough. You're more than enough. You're brilliant. You're perfect as you are. And when we can understand and train ourselves, and yes, this is, this is, this is self-development, but when we can learn to just tweak some stuff and just do a little upgrade here and there, and when we can recognize that that growth is really helpful, but not if we're just doing it for doing its sake, and not if we're doing so much stuff that what we're teaching our minds is that we're not good enough, and that no matter how much we do, how much we consume, we'll still be broken you don't need to be fixed. You're just a human trying to work through some shit. And sometimes because you're a human being with feelings and emotions, that means you'll you'll go down a wrong track now and then and you'll do something that perhaps you want to change. And it's okay to want to grow and it's okay to want to develop. That's why we do self-development. But it's important to notice that if you find yourself just consuming more stuff but never putting something into action... If that's happening, you might have slipped into being a self-development junkie. So notice if you are doing this, beware of, and sorry, be aware, not beware, well both, be aware or beware um, of 
you avoiding feelings in the pursuit of trying to look happy, okay? Question who you're following on social media. I say this a lot, but if you see the robotic, let's look at everything through rose-tinted spectacles without ever recognising that sometimes people have been through trauma and awful stuff and they're allowed to feel, Sandra. They're allowed to have feelings. Um, Just be aware of that, you know, and, and stay clear of that toxic positivity. Make sure to unfollow that kind of chat. And you can usually spot it a mile off, can't you? And remember this, you, my friend, are not broken. And there's a lovely thing that they do in Japan. I'm not sure how common this is. It might not be the the norm. It's probably not. But it is a thing that happens in Japan in that where they break crockery, their pottery, vases, cups, all of that stuff. When something gets broken, rather than dismissing it as just broken, they put it back together and they glue it together using gold so that all the pieces become, all of these these vases or these cups or or any of the, the pottery gets put together and you can see the cracks, but the cracks that you can see are gold and beautiful and they create these spectacular works of art. And what I love about this is that this can be us, if we decide it to be. If we decide to embrace all of our broken bits, our flaws, our cracks, the things that we didn't do right, the mistakes, the the paths that we wish that we hadn't gone down, if we embrace all of that and we fill those parts of our lives with gold, if we recognise that us as human beings with all of those perceived flaws can come out the other side of those moments in our lives as better people. We can come out as people who are more empathetic, more understanding. We can come out as people that have all of these lessons and can use these lessons to spread some joy in the world. If we do that, then we become like those beautiful, ornate pots. Even with the cracks, even with all the little blemishes on us we're not broken we're not the smashed pottery on the floor we're not we're something better because of the pain that we have gone through and I think that's something really wonderful and that's certainly something that I embrace in terms of self-development we are an ever-changing ever-evolving bunch of humans right we are always doing this stuff and we will and I will continue to embrace self-development because I think it's wonderful when I gave you the title of this it was definitely a little bit tongue-in-cheek because I think the large part of this is that self-development is something that's really really beneficial to you You just have to be careful that you're not telling yourself that you're not enough and you have to be aware that there is such a thing as toxic positivity and you don't fall into that trap of avoiding the feelings to do the performative aspect of look at me, I'm journaling and meditating. Because if that is not real on a real level and it's just because it looks good on your grid on Instagram, then it's never going to change your life for the better. Guys, thank you so much for every week supporting this podcast. You're all amazing and I am beavering away in the background working on 
a membership. I think I've mentioned this on here before, but it is happening and I'm really excited because I know that so many of you in this community want something that is not so expensive you can't afford it because that's a lot of the time what we see online and that is going to hold you accountable each week to actually do the stuff that we talk about. Otherwise, it's exactly what I've said on this podcast. It's performative, it might be interesting, but it ain't changing your life unless you put things into practice. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Do let me know what you have thought and I will see you all next week. Speak to you soon. Peace out. To learn more about the Happy Me Project, my online courses, events and one-on-one coaching, click the links below and get involved. Make sure to share this podcast, follow, subscribe and tell me all of your learnings. I will catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Peace.